Hi, Mike. Hi, Phil. How's it going? It's going good. Glad to hear it. Yeah. What are we drinking today? We're drinking uh, Toronto's finest tap water. (laughs) Yes, we are. Um, Whatever's in there. I I don't have, so like... A water filter system? No. I don't have a water filter system. That's true. Um, But I also, so I start off every episode with telling like a a fun fact about whatever we're drinking. Yeah. So for example, um, what was it? The first episode was a dirty martini, which Mm -hmm. like dated back to like 1910. Um, Whiskey sour. Uh, Whiskey was big in like um, water purifying back in the day, Uh which is where whiskey sours came from apparently. Yeah. Um, And then spicy margaritas not actually a hispanic invention they originated in new york from yeah, hispanic seems, seems american americanized yeah. yeah so it's like like tell me something about gin do you know anything about gin that's usually my like go-to gin's like, a big like british liquor okay um floral nodes yeah. uh james bond big fan yeah. he drinks gin martinis not vodka martinis so okay. anytime you hear like a um a shaken, not stirred. Yeah. He's asking for a gin shaken, which is even more off-brand. Like, vodka martinis, I think, traditionally are supposed yeah. to be shaken. But okay. as a gin martini, it, like, needs to be stirred. So he's yeah. being extra assholey about it when he oh, says that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it, like, what the air mixes in with it and, it like, changes the flavor? Like, what's, like, so the... So the difference between shaking and stirring is when you shake something, you're, like, you're breaking up the ice and mm-hmm. adding volume to the drink. Yeah. Um, so you're going to get, like, ice chips and stuff. And it's more to, like, break down things. Okay. So when all like you water have... water it down, kind of? Like, soften it? Water it down, but also, like, let's say you have, like, strawberries in there. I'm mean, not for a martini, mm-hmm. but, like, if yeah. you have strawberries or mint or wherever, mm-hmm. when you shake it, it like it breaks it up and lets all the um, oils and flavors infuse better yeah. into the drink versus stirring its only purpose is to chill the liquor oh and makes sense. if yeah, you yeah, stir yeah. a lot then you can dilute it as well mm-hmm. um yeah that's that's mm-hmm. the that's the main difference between shake and stir um so when james Bond does that he's just doing it to be an asshole mm, okay i don't think i've ever like ordered a specifically shaken martini do you order martinis usually no i'm like a big gin and seven guy gin and seven yeah like gin and tonic when you know we're really feeling the gin fell over when we're really feeling ruthless but yeah i don't know usually that's like my go-to fair but we're not drinking today no uh a because it's for the first time it's pre-noon um and second um you don't drink very often. You drink no. special occasions. You drink yeah. um, birthdays, celebrations, but not like a not not a um, a regular enjoyer as as I am. Have you ever seen me drink? Like ever? I think so. Mm. I like think my birthday, it, I might have drank. Like, yeah, but if you did, like it was like you had a, a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I don't know. I just don't chase it i guess everyone has like their vice and that's like not one of my hmm. vices um never really like in university had that like super drinking phase either hmm. um yeah i don't know i guess it just doesn't really do anything for me or i guess i don't like get the you know and like people have it to like relax yeah doesn't i don't really get that relaxation so i guess that's why i don't chase it doesn't really like hit like it does for other people right yeah 
Like, what does it do for you when you like? Does it do you feel it's like a placebo, or do you actually like feel more at ease? Well, like, I don't think I'm an alcoholic, but with with any addiction or any addictive substance for that matter, or addictive practice, it definitely scratches an itch. Okay. Like when you when you talk a lot to like uh, cigarette smokers Mm -hmm. or vapors or alcoholics. It's a lot of the time what they say is the addiction aspect is it just feels like home, like sure it feels comforting, mm-hmm. but it's also like it's like a there is a something that is wrong, and it fixes it. Mm, okay, which is the addiction saying, "Hey, give it to me." It's the craving. So there's the part. Of, there's one part of it that's just mix, get like feeling right. Get, getting mm. back to baseline when you actually have an addiction. Um, do you want to get it, into what do you feel is wrong that you're filling the void? Like sure. We don't you actually feel that. like when you have a drink, it like is filling something. Do you feel like you're compensating for something? Not necessarily a compensation, but deep. it definitely, I mean, okay, for me personally, it's not that deep. Yeah. It's more of just like um, the amount of me that has, that is addicted to alcohol. Mm-hmm gets gets satisfied like that feedback loop gets gets quenched for lack of a better way to say it yeah like the the button gets pressed the mm-hmm. scratch gets itched okay. it's not a super strong scratch for me and it's yeah. not something that i that i really notice during my day mm-hmm. but i do notice when i have a drink something it feels like like you know like like the last missing puzzle piece gets put in kind of okay like okay you know like when your girl starts scratching your back yeah. Your back wasn't itchy beforehand. But you enjoy it. But as soon as she starts scratching, suddenly your entire back is itchy. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I guess that's the best way I can describe okay. drinking from a pl- as someone who doesn't deem themselves to be an alcoholic. Yeah, no, that's a good analogy. Do you feel like your like environment and your like work kind of fuels it? Oh, 100%. So you kind of have to, I 100%. guess. Like you, It's kind of hard to not drink every now and then. Ironically enough, some of the most... Some of the people who, like, are the most anti-alcohol or most, like, serious about sobriety yeah. are people in my industry. Is that because just because they've seen so many people, like, just go... I think that, and because they go... Some people go so hard early mm-hmm. on because yeah. they just suddenly have all this money, whatever, mm-hmm. and they're like, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. And then they start, like, they put themselves in a real hole, and they're like, okay, sure. I need to chill the fuck out. Yeah. So there's, yeah, the, the part of me with the industry that has made me, um, a little more self-aware in the way of being, having to be careful is with blow. Never touched it. Don't plan on it by any means because I would probably like it. I would probably really enjoy it. And that is a slippery slope with most things in my life that I, I enjoy when you enjoy something, you do it again. Do you feel like you have, like, a, an addictive personality? Like, when you find something you enjoy, you, like, you really go, like, balls to the wall with it? Yes and no. Like, again, with, with alcohol, like, I drink. But, like, mm-hmm. I almost never drink alone. Like, it is so bloody rare that I drink alone. Yeah. Um, it's more of a social thing for me. And mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't, like, if... If I wanted to stop drinking tomorrow, it would be it'd be difficult, and I would be up like a little sad about it. Yeah. But not for the 
not, not because I think I have a crippling addiction to it. I need to get through my days more yeah. because I'm just like, <laughs> wanted to drink. Whatever. Is, that, is that all yours? Is that that's shared? all mine? Okay. But all is of that, that are we are we labeling that a problem or is that all of that is for making my friends cocktails when they come over? Okay. Like again, I have all of that liquor. If you notice, pretty much every bottle's full. Uh, Some of them are a little bit low, okay. okay. But only for the fact that, like, full because you've replaced them recently, or full because well, both. <laughs> like, put the, the vodka is pretty low because a lot of people who enjoy cocktails, vodka is a very big Go cocktail to? liquor. Yeah, like sense. espresso martinis, regular mm-hmm. martinis, um, vodka sodas, whatever it is. So yeah. that's low. But like, I have two bottles of bourbon there. They're both over thirty, like three quarters of the way full. I have a uncracked bottle of peach snaps just in case I ever need to fucking do something with it. Um, but it, I don't, yeah, it doesn't feel like a necessity in my life. It's just something that I enjoy getting to enjoy mm-hmm. when I was smoking weed, which I don't do anymore. I smoked a lot of weed and then it just wasn't serving me. It was mm. making me anxious. It was making me dislike people that I was around. There, there was so much with it that I just did not enjoy that I put it down. And I was like, I don't care about this. Have I smoked weed since then? Yeah, but like, it was like I quit and then I smoked like maybe two times mm-hmm. after I said I was done. And now I haven't in two years. And I don't really miss it. The only thing that I semi miss is like the, the social aspect of being like, "Hey, like, Around you want to ball up tonight?" Yeah, it's like kind of like a hangout excuse almost. I yeah, guess. but I don't like hanging out with people when For I'm that high. Purpose. So or I would, to. yeah. So I would rather be if they want to smoke, go ahead, do whatever you want to do. I'll show up. We can hang out. We can have a fun time. Yeah, you do whatever you want to do, and if you're comfortable and feel fine doing it, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like if you were to like, I guess from, I don't know, we'll say like high school from like high school till now, if majority of the people you'd have spent your time around, like, were like anti alcohol, anti everything, would you have ever like even dabbled with it at all? Like, do you feel like you just would have been like, I don't know, I guess you would have filled it with something else. Well, yeah, I mean like, Being I don't know how I got there, but I got into Mormon TikTok. Mormon. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I get those every now and then. <laughs> and yeah. a lot of it is these. People... I see a lot. Don't they have a lot of like soda shops? Yeah. I see they're really big into like yeah, mixed, like diet like, coke and shit. Yeah, they have like just specialty like, like they have Tim Hortons, but it's like soda shops, like how we have. Tim oh Hortons. really? Yeah, and it's only in I think like Utah. Where's it? Where are the Mormons? I think at? it's it's somewhere around Utah. Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I want to go just to experience the soda shops. Yeah. Apparently, it's like out of the world like, i that i don't know i don't know about the sodas but i get like bsu yeah is that a university it's a university in utah i'm pretty sure is that where they get married like the first month of the yeah 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 so i get like the soaking videos yeah. where they're like yeah you just insert it and get your friend to shake the bed and yeah. then it's not premarital sex which is yeah. fucking wild um but all of those people are like yeah like i've never had alcohol in my life my oh, favorite, they don't drink like no alcohol. they don't drink no? Okay. Yeah, because the, the guy will be like, "What's your favorite party drink?" And yeah. they'll be like, "Soda, <laughs> DC, DC." Yeah. Um, and they'll be like, "Have you ever watched a rated R movie?" And they're like, 
it's either of these say no or yeah. they use a website called VidAngel, which like, like censors it. I think either censors it or cuts out every part of the movie that isn't okay. What's like the reasoning behind like are, is their religion just like super strict on everything from what i understand. even like movies and things like that apparently like what's like strict like no kissing before like no like if you i mean can like they listen, smoke like what's i don't think they can smoke nothing okay. i doubt it um i don't know for sure but i mean considering the fact that they're allowed to they're allowed to quote unquote if if sticking it in and having That's just your a bed weird shake the bed, that yeah. Created, but I'm saying if that if that loophole has been created and technically exists, I feel like they can probably kiss out of wedlock. That's pro- that's probably yeah. fine. Or like they sit in a room with like a smoker and like they're like trying to experience it. Or yeah, something. Like, like someone else smokes weird, and like, like blows it in their face. Yeah, they yeah. didn't smoke it, so it's, it's, it it's whatever. Um, but anyway, so I see stuff like that, and I get and like. 100% your your environment is a massive factor into the things that you get into, what you want to get, what, what you do with your days, what you do with your life. Um, but it would, I think it would, if I, honestly, because I did a lot of like clubbing and partying pre-COVID when I was like 19. Mm-hmm. So I kind of got it out of my system then. So now that I'm introduced to, or I'm, I'm in an environment with a lot of people who are very much so still in their going out, clubbing, having fun, drinking phase. Do you feel like that's a lot of people? Oh, yeah. Around? yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it doesn't really intrigue me mm-hmm. because I'm like, been there, done that. It's not my scene. Yeah. It just isn't. But if when I was growing up in high school or university, if I was never surrounded by that stuff and it wasn't something that i did or mm-hmm. got out of my system i feel like once i would have gotten indoctrinated into this i might have gone way fucking harder and been like yeah let's go out it's tuesday this book club wednesday this club yeah. i know the promoter on thursdays at this club yeah. like i would have i would be getting it out of my system now mm. so i i t- so i think the the roundabout long-winded answer to your question is it depends if that was my environment my entire life or if or if it would have to change based off of the change of my environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the only reason you you would have, I guess, if you didn't get exposed to it before and then you would have came back to it later on, like let's say now, um, is only because, you know, it's like an option, like because you like, I don't know, it's an option here in Canada, North America. But like if you grew up, I don't know, some rural part of Utah. Sure. Yeah. If you would agree. Yeah. Exactly. If you would have been a Mormon, it would have never even been. I don't know. I guess a temptation, right? Right. Yeah. Either way, though, you you have to. Regardless, regardless of how you get into it or whatever, or where you're at in life, there's always there's always the room for improvement. And yes. this you podcast is sponsored by improvement. Improvement sponsored by david goggins yeah it, yeah he said i'm allowed to come on here and speak on yeah. his behalf so he gave he that. gave us the credit yeah. yeah yeah um you sir have been and are a, a person who i look up to in the way of the things that you've been able to accomplish from an, a perspective of self-improvement and doing better and being better mm-hmm. in pretty much every aspect of your life that i can okay 
that I can look at. Um, What's like one thing you would like would pick out that you not envy, but I guess you kind of look up to. Um, like he's doing that. I want to do that. Yeah. Maybe I used, I used the word lightly, but Mm -hmm. I I don't want to say your stoicism because I don't, I don't look at you and be like, ah, like I'm always like, you're stoic. You're just a blank, blank slate. Yeah. But your lack, your ability to, your ability to choose how you react to things. Mm. Okay. Like do you're, you, pick, do you actually pick up on that? Like, oh, 100%. oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, I, I've seen situations, like, not like huge situations, yeah. but like, I've seen things happen where I'd be like, I'd be bothered. And you're just <laughs> like, okay. Sure. Yeah, cool. So, well, like, did something happen in your life that, <laughs> that, that caused you to want to be this way? Yeah. Or, what, like, what, what is your journey of self improvement and um, controlled reactivity? How did that come to be? Yeah, well, my parents went to like a like a cave and they got a, a big granite mold mm. and they chiseled me out of it. And that's why I'm always like Perfect. like that. But ru- like stoicism, stoic. Um, no, I used to be like I was bullied a lot growing up. I used to be really fat and I was really overweight. It's kind of hard not to be when you're, I guess, in an Italian household. <laughs> like you kind of, I feel like it's like a roll of the dice. You either end up super skinny or you end up fat yeah um so I ended up <laughs> yeah. fat yeah i don't know you just naturally the food is like carbs and yep. like nothing's and ever you like it or you don't yeah yeah and it's not like oh i'm full i'm gonna stop eating like no you're gonna no, no. keep eating but there's food on your plate yeah exactly um so as far as i can remember i think when i was like at least from like kindergarten i was probably always chubby and then high school got worse because I went to high school that none of my friends went to um, for reasons we won't get into. But it's basically like easier for my commute and my parents or whatever. So like, you're just going to go here. And I was like, OK, but everyone's going here. And also the school in my area of my elementary school weren't like the greatest. Mm. So they're like, you probably will have a better life outcome if you go to a better high school. So I did that. And then because I didn't know anybody like grade nine, I like, I don't know, probably put on like 80, 70 pounds. Like really? Yeah. I got like in one year. Yeah. Probably like over a year. Like I got like, I used to wear like the double, triple XL shirts. Wow. Yeah. That was big. I was really, I was like two thirty, but like two thirty like fat. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's like not like two forty. <laughs> not like C-bum two thirty. No, no, not C-bum <laughs> two forty, like C-bum like, but fat. Um, yeah. And then. I was like that for until like grade 11 and obviously you get like even if you don't get like directly bullied you know you're so anxious all the time because people are always looking at you and regardless Mm. of whether you think people are looking at you you just assume they are because you're like oh like I'm not supposed to you know you're not supposed to be that way like you're like why is everyone else not as big as me Mm. um so yeah and I think naturally with that you obviously you learn to have like tougher skin but you also learn to like you try and fit in a lot so you become a lot more shy and quiet so that's yeah. maybe where the stoicism comes in because you're not like you're not trying to be outspoken at all you know like you you're 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 preventing yourself from wearing your heart in your sleeve to protect it yeah i'm not like you never want to put yourself in a position where you're going to be the spotlight mm-hmm. so you're always just trying to blend in kind of yeah um 
so yeah, and then around like grade 11, um, I started like boxing and then I basically like lost most of the weight, same thing over a year. And then that's some crazy fucking up and down. Yeah, it is. It was, it was never really like normal, I guess. Mm. I was either one extreme or the other. Um, and then basically when I came back the summer of from grade 11, so going into grade 12, everyone's like, well, who did what happened to the old you? Like, this is not you. They're like, obviously shocked that I lost yeah. all the weight. And then with that, I was like, I think I got like super skinny. So I like took it to another extreme because yeah. I was like, I don't know how to put on muscle. I'm just going to lose weight. Yeah. Um, What'd you get down to? Mm, maybe like. 170 160 for your for your frame that's yeah i wasn't like yeah i like i had like no muscle mass i was just like skinny but like and then i started getting into running around that time so Mm -hmm. now i'm like trying to get skinny and running and had like elbows on nutrition and anything so i'm just like yeah basically like a stick um yeah and then university i like started to try and put on muscle and kind of learn and then, and then these last like two, three years, I've really kind of like dialed it in trying to actually like, you know, read and, and get some proper knowledge before I like yeah. do these ventures. So, yeah. And like, cause when I look at you now, like you look like you're just a very like healthy weight. Okay. Yeah. You like, you yeah. like, and like, so like what you what happened with your relationship with food? Because I feel like that went from being able to gain 70 to 80 pounds in a year, dropping 70, 80 pounds in a year, and not really knowing, at that time at least, not really knowing what you were doing in the gym, or mm-hmm. it was less of like a, a working out thing and more of just a lack of eating or surplus of eating way. Yeah. So where, like, where have you ended up with food? Yeah, food was never really like, there was never any like eating disorders, anything like that. I just didn't like care to learn about what i was eating mm. i was like oh it's food like just don't eat a lot of it or eat a lot of it like it wasn't um but i think like 80 percent of it is food and like 20 mm. percent of it is like your habits and you're only spending how many hours realistically throughout the week in a gym like it's, yeah, even it's if your you're... day-to-day decisions that impacts yeah your your frame and everything right even if you're goggins and working out se- multiple times a day seven yeah. days a week like really like what three hours a day on a week scale that's 21 hours which is fucking crazy first of all yeah well but probably more for goggins but for the probably atri- more for yeah. goggins yeah but like let, let, let's say like you're like you're your everyday goggins and you and you hit like a 21 hour gym week that yeah. is still less than one day yeah exactly right so i think i just stopped i remember in high school i'd eat a lot of like frozen foods mm. i think it was probably just like did not cook i was like probably lazy and then I stopped all that and I just started reading more on like nutrition and um, I don't know, I guess like environmental factors, tap water and like <laughs> supplements and, you know, things you put in your body. Um, yeah. And then now I just I'm always more mindful of like I'll always I won't count my calories, but I'll have like a rough estimate day to day. So like right now I'm cutting, so I'll be tracking it more frequently than if I was just like maintaining trying to live whatever um but i think as long as you have like that self-awareness of like each meal like what yeah what are you eating like is it you know eating mcdonald's or are you just eating like 
something you made like even that's a big difference there too and there's a lot of stuff that goes into nutrition i don't know like how much you've read on it in terms of like just like the artificial sweeteners and things like that like there's there's a if you can go on like a deep dive there's a lot of like basically garbage in food that you can buy and you you wouldn't think twice about it no i mean like having a kin background and all the rest of it there definitely is the i i'm aware enough about when it comes to when it purely comes to a weight conversation, yeah. calories in, calories out. Yeah, exactly. But when it comes to protein synthesis, muscle building, when it comes to general health and well-being, yeah, don't fucking like if, like the Sam Sulek diet. Yeah, don't eat trend for breakfast. Yeah, yeah, don't eat trend for breakfast with a side of donuts. Like that's yeah, that's not gonna that's not gonna bode so well. You're, you'll get your calories, hundred yeah. percent. If you want, but, I think he wants to be a professional bodybuilder, so it's kind of the the route he has to take you know yeah I mean? but for the average person it, don't absolutely but if you want to go down that route sure but i mean if you look at a lot of other professional bodybuilders though they also like they yeah, eat clean for the most part of, yeah oh, for the most part yeah like again like they get they get to get away with some things yeah exactly like michael phelps i think said that he like he was eating eight thousand calories when yeah he i think was i saw training that for the olympics yeah which like at that point, you need to be eating, eating some garbage. If you're living in the pool, yeah. 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 Or like, but like, I feel like Seabum, like he's probably, like, especially like a few weeks, I mean, when he's pure bulk, mm-hmm. he's probably packing down whatever the fuck oh, he yeah. wants. Yeah. But then when he's, when he's getting to the cutting phase and whatever, he's probably still maintaining 35, 3,000, 3,500 calories mm-hmm. a day, but of like lean chicken breast, broccoli, yeah. like j- plain white rice. His sodium intake is probably through the fucking roof. It's just oh, salt yeah. on everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, Have you seen any of his videos, like the prep videos? It's, they're fucking ridiculous. Yeah. He has like seven meals a day. Yeah, and they uh, all have to be like measured out to the like exact gram. Yeah. Like you can't, he's number one for a reason though. Yeah, and it makes sense why they do it. Yeah. Um, but as far as, as far as your physical improvements, which again are impressive go, and which, and which also like show why you are like, I can why you may not be a super reactive person. I am more envious for lack of a better word or impressed with for a better word. Your, your mental growth as a human. Cause if someone considering I was like, as someone who that's a better way to say that as someone who was also bullied growing up, I, I, I can relate to a lot of the things you're saying about wanting to blend in or not be attention, yeah. have the attention on you. Um, granted, I think I was a little bit of the opposite. I was bullied for things that I was bullied for. So I flipped the switch and always wanted to be the center of attention in mm. some things because I felt like I wasn't getting attention. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But regardless, um, when did you start having like more of like an actual mentality shift and like, uh, yeah. like, and when it comes to like your relationships with, with, with other guys, with women, with, whatever you you're like you you've you've been one of the people that i know that's like listen brother if she does not respect you that is your that's all you have to know there is no hate there is no anger it is what it is it is what it is you move Mm -hmm. and and like you you told me a story once where or vince might have told me the story that about you where you were seeing some girl and you really liked her and she was awesome and then you were like, hey, I'm going to come up for homecoming. And she was like, no, you're not. And you were like, okay. And you ended things. 
yeah. and you were and then you were like that sucked i liked her but i'm not doing that yeah and the ability to do that the ability to walk away is something that i to this day still struggle with mm-hmm. and yeah and it, it and it's impressive that and it's not like you don't feel the same feelings that everyone else feels when situations like that happen yeah but your your mental equipness for lack of a better way to say that your mental oh, yeah, ability to be like i know this is gonna hurt i know this is what i want or not not this isn't what my brain is telling me that i want whatever whatever but being able to be like no i i, I deserve better for myself is very admirable and I would like to know how you feel how like you, you got there. How you acquire equipment. that skill. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I've always wanted to, like, I think as far as I can remember, I've always wanted to be my current self, mm-hmm. like the version, but I didn't know how to get there. And it was just so hard. It just seemed like it's, it's, it's like one of the most like difficult things. If you want to, I'm like, like, I'll give you advice. Like if it seems like you want to get there, obviously it's going to like, it's the most difficult thing probably you'll ever do Mm. just because every day you have to, you basically have to lie to yourself and say that you already are that person. And you have to like beat a dead horse of like, I'm, I feel certain things in certain situations, but I have to act a completely different way than my natural response. And you just have to like every day, like, basically beat it into yourself and like i don't know a lot of the content that you watch too will like influence that and like always i don't know the books you read and just constantly try and surround yourself with what you're feeding yourself with like that kind of mindset Um, maybe that's why i like goggins so much because he kind of has like that mentality but you have to be very mindful of the people you're hanging around with and like if they're have like i don't know like the suckers mentality of like mm. nothing can go well for me and whatever and that you, you have to be you have to really refine yeah your life and i'd say like do uh and goggin says like an after action report like do an after action report you've probably heard vince talk about it honestly now. i think that's a new one okay so basically after action report is like take your your day or take the situation like look at it on paper and go what happened what went well what did you do wrong mm whatever like force yourself to then say like what did i do wrong like why am i being like fraud what would this the version of myself that i want to become what would they or what would he do in that situation that i didn't do yeah so like you can i don't know i guess after the pod you can look at your life and go what the way that i'm acting now is that how who i want to be would they act that same way and then that's like for you to decide obviously if you want to like whatever path you want to go down but yeah it's just you have to really always kind of pick the toughest situation too like you always whenever you're put in i don't know a life opportunity or something if it makes you scared you have to do it like anything that's tough you have to go and do it and that's just for the fact that it's tough and then you get to build like that mental callus and then that builds the stoicism because you're always used to being in uncomfortable and difficult situations so like whenever you do come with one you're like oh that's like normal regular day for me so did you did you i haven't watched all of it yet i don't want to but have you watched the um, the huberman goggins podcast no no but i haven't i want to start i want to i want to watch it just came out right very recently yeah. yeah again i 
I I rate Goggins as a concept. I think he's a little bit fucking nuts, and I think oh, yeah, there's yeah. He, there's he not saying is be a hundred percent him. But, yeah, yeah, but but you with can that pick set, apart his life. Honestly, that was more of a disclaimer for people watching because I know how a lot of people feel about him. Why they don't like him? Oh, I feel like a lot pretty... of people dislike Goggins. Just well, he's blunt and he's honest. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, and like, yeah, exactly. Um, but one of the things that they that uh, Huberman was like he, like giggling about, he was really? so excited was uh, new neural research came out that there is a. Um, I forget what the the part of the brain is called. Watch the Huberman podcast okay, if you yeah. want that side of things. But anyways, scientists were starting to uh, study this one aspect of the brain. And every time you choose to do something that you don't want to do, mm-hmm. that part of your brain grows a little bit. Like physically? Like physically really? expands. Oh. Like it, it becomes larger. If okay. you look at people with you have a obesity, bigger head, if you're yeah, you get big stuff. head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you look at people with obesity, if you look at people who die young, um, etc., all that that or dumb, stupider people or like less intelligent people, yeah, all of that, they'll have a smaller version of that hmm. um, that specific part of the brain. Yeah. And long story short, Huberman describes it better. Yeah. But their scientists are saying that that is the part of your brain that gives you the will to live okay like kind of not like kind of like your purpose it's like your purpose center of the brain okay where it's like if you continuously keep doing things that you don't want to do your brain recognizes that as i still have the will to live i still have the will to go that part of your brain expands and it it keeps and like the larger it gets, the easier it is to do those things and mm-hmm. keep going and push through and push through and etc. Yeah, um, which is which is super interesting. That's um, why you should get into running. I'm gonna run. push running onto you. That's, That's a big aspect of it. It's not like a, a coincidence. 100%. Like to go outside in the cold for two hours. Like it's not like you don't want to go mentally, yep. but you you stay out there. Yeah. That's like I don't know. That's like I feel like an easy maybe way to ease into that process is like running because you most of the time you don't want to do it and it's not fun i was getting into running in the summer before i hurt myself yeah. i just what'd you hurt oh your back right yeah, yeah. it still it still isn't where i want it to be before i start reintroducing running into my life yeah my goals of currently when it comes to my back health is march i want to not be in daily pain you're in daily pain yeah really you in pain right now like very very low like a 0.51 but like i i can it's like more like a discomfort in this moment than a pain right now what is it though like your lower back yeah it's like my um my erectors my um uh my ql my quadratus lumborum lumborum why don't you get your spine fused i should just a a total spine fusion yeah or just the lower half yeah Yeah. like it, it stems from me having sacroiliitis Mm-hmm. Um, what is that like inflammation exactly? of your sacroiliac joint so your hip and um mm. like like where like kind of like your ass and your back meet yeah before your coccyx um that whole joint's inflamed um why i would fuck to love Have to you know. ever like played around with your diet to see if what helps a little bit yeah um anti-inflammatory stuff is better um eating well is better yeah um but even when i eat super clean drink a lot of water it it's more about how it's more how much I'm working out. The best I've ever felt in my life when it comes to that yeah. was when I was working at my last job 
and I was doing Stairmaster every day. So my glutes got a lot stronger. Yeah. What if you have a muscle imbalance and you don't like, exactly. you don't know. Yeah. Um, but regardless, when it comes to the doing something you don't want to do, I'm kind of treating the gym and this podcast that way. And that doesn't, and I don't want to say that as I don't enjoy doing this podcast. Because every time I sit down with whoever I'm sitting down with, I enjoy doing it. Yeah. But there's always that thing in the back of your mind when you wake up or when you have it, or like you, you're like, okay, I got to go to work. And then after work, I have a podcast. And it's like, fuck, I want to just go home. I just want to sleep. Like, I, I, I just want to relax. Yeah. I don't, I want to sit down on my couch and have my coffee. I don't want to. That's the problem. Yeah. You want to relax. Like, like, I want to relax. You have to, like, kill that part of you. It, yeah. Or, like, today, for example, there. Mike got me up earlier than I would normally wake up on. Uh, what time would you normally wake up? Today? Yeah. Probably, like, 11. Is that a good answer? Would your future self approve of that? Depends where my future self is. What job my future self is still working. Okay. Um, but yeah, that like that's that's my sleep schedule, and also not for anything. But this was a bad choice that I made. I was out late last night, and I woke up and I had a shitty sleep because I knew that I had to wake up early, so I was in like a limbo of sleep, and mm-hmm. I was lying in bed this morning when I was supposed to wake up like fighting myself to get out of bed and i was like i looked at my or i didn't i mean i couldn't really look at myself but i thought to myself i was like you, you're gonna get up and you're gonna do this not because you want to but because it's you need to you're gonna get up and you're gonna do it so yeah. i got my ass out of bed i wrote in my journal i got in the shower probably spent a little bit too much time in the shower because i was just Enjoying it, it. it. I was just enjoying it. Yeah. Said, you little pussy bitch, cold shower time, drop that shit on cold, did a good 10 seconds, pure cold water, mm-hmm. shivering my tits off, got out and said, all right, let's do it. I, w- I wanted so badly to just make my oatmeal, make my coffee, snuggle up with a little blankie on mm-hmm. the couch and just enjoy my, my early morning, 9 a.m. Yeah. Um, but I was like, no. Plug in your batteries, start setting everything up. He's going, he's going to be here soon. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you don't want to be a dickhead. And like, like he walks into you just being all cozy, not dressed, not ready yeah, to go yeah. in his light. It's like, what the fuck? Like that, like that'd be disrespectful to you and your time as well. Yeah. I'm glad you're self-aware of that. I yeah. think you, you need to, on a daily basis, you need to stop telling yourself that you have like really a choice to do a lot of this stuff. Like you yeah. don't like, if you look at it, like I have to get up, like I don't have a choice to sleep in and like kind of did and yeah like everything you do like it's like oh do i want to run today like oh i don't have a choice like i'm running yeah. it's kind of like that like oh am i going to the gym to no like one of the things i do in choice. my journal is one of the sections of it is um what would make today great yeah um and that's just kind of setting affirmations of things that you want to do today okay we will there we go perfect we will finish this little segment then we'll take a break um it's setting affirmations and things that you want to get done that day. And there are times where I'm like, what would make today good? Working out, going for a run, yeah. whatever it is. And I'll go to write it in the journal. Yeah. Have a good workout. That would, that would make today great. And I put the pen to the paper and then I stop because I, Oh, you don't write it out. No, no. Well, 
normally I write have a good workout, and then then yeah. then in, in my subconscious for that day, I've already decided that I'm going to work out yeah. and I want it to be a good one. But on the days that I wake up and I don't, and I know in my core that I don't want to work out. Sometimes I'll purposely choose not to write it because mm. then I feel less accountable for it. Yeah, but you know yourself sabotaging. So 100%. Like, so, but why so do then you I do fuck it? it? Then I write it oh, up. Okay, okay. And then, and then if either I work out or I don't, yeah. and then either way at night when I go back to it, I either get to look at that and be like, I did have it because then it's over three cool things that happened today. Yeah, there's your after action report. Exactly. Yeah. And then either it's the things that I thought were going to be awesome that day Sometimes it's some things and then some things that you didn't expect were going to happen that were just cool yeah, either yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then one thing that you learned that day, which I really like as well. Um, but then at the, so every night at the end of the night, you either have to go back to that book and write yeah, and yeah. see that you said, I wanted to have a good workout today mm-hmm. and I chose not to work out. It's like, yeah. And you should have nightmares. That and then you should have some, yeah, you should, yeah, exactly. you should have Goggin, a nightmare of Goggins saying, wake up. Yeah. Wait, right? Like in your ear, like, wake up, wake up, get moving. Yeah. Um, all right. We're going to do a quick break. Um, again, if I have sponsors, they will play now. If not, you will see us very, very shortly. And we're back. All right. Um, so pivoting a little bit. We're, purpose is something as we were talking about that is very important, literally from a health perspective. Mm-hmm. I don't think, um, I don't, I, I don't think things that are bad for you, there's nothing on earth, cigarettes, obesity, whatever, yeah. that is worse for a person's health than not having a purpose. Yes. Yeah. I'd have to agree. Yes. We're, and if you don't know, and you are still trying to figure it out, then that's fine. But like, where do you, where do you think your purpose lies and, or. What is your purpose and from what you know? Yeah, I think um, like depends on how you boil it down. I think like to its simplest core is like cliche, but, you know, helping people being of use and like being, you know, your cup is so full, you can provide some form of happiness and function to other people. Um, I think that's what it would be. And then if you want to like, go more broad um i've always wanted to be an entrepreneur so i Mm. think well i know that's going to be my like life's route because if i go into anything else it's going to make me kind of sad i already tried that you know with like career route and teaching and it's just not for me and i know that if i would have stuck with it like i every day i'm not living the life that i want and it like bothers me so it would I don't know. I wouldn't really be happy. Um, and not saying that, you know, you're always going to be happy, but at least, you know, I can wake up every day and go like, I chose to do this. Like I have, like I have genuine, you know, passion for this. Mm. Um, yeah. And then along with that, you know, when you say entrepreneur, what do you mean exactly? Cause I feel like that word is a pretty broad, broad and yeah. means a lot to different people. Yeah. I don't, um, have a particular like i need to be doing this like i have i want to have some ownership of a business whether i'm directly on it day to day i probably wouldn't want to be running it day to day my Mm. entire life until i retire but for like a certain number of years i'd want to be directly involved in it and then 
exit and then basically the end goal is like financial freedom aspect of it which um i think that's like probably why a lot of people go into entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. um would you want to do like a product a service or you don't know yet it's nothing really too specific you just don't know what works sure that's why like i've tried products i haven't really tried any services yet Mm. um but you don't really know you just have to be right one time it's kind of how it is you just you're wrong a bunch and then you're right one time you're successful it's then you're good yeah right it's kind of like that you don't really know well at least for me like i don't really know like oh this is going to be the idea or this is going to be like the service because i don't know there's still there's definitely things i need to learn Mm. that could then lead me to a product or a service or whatnot right like i'm still young in that aspect yeah I think marketing is a what probably I feel like most products can be successful with the proper marketing. I think that's a majority like, of them, yeah. Like you know the you know Stanley, like the cups that all those yeah. girls have. So found out I was like scrolling on Twitter or something. It's a really um, old company now. Really old company yeah. that was originally marketed towards construction working men because it was a really hardy durable. bottle that was yeah. very durable. Makes kept sense. your water cold all day while mm. you were outside in the beating sun, whatever, yeah. whatever. And like they did okay. It did okay. Yeah. But then as soon as the market hit... Like TikTok? TikTok and millennial and Gen Z, et cetera, women. Yeah. They grossed more in like two years than their entire company's history or something. Which is fucking insane. Because they were a a decently successful company for like almost 100 years. Which I didn't know about at all. Most people didn't. They were probably just like, oh yeah, this is like... It's a cup. Like yeah, I, I exactly. Use it, whatever. Yeah, reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. But they just marketed to a different audience and mm-hmm. released all the pastel colors, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever. And there you go. Yeah. Well, life is marketing, though. Like, if you oh, think yeah. about it, like, you market yourself to job. You market yourself to people. A relationship, people, yeah. friends, right? Like, it's all really, like, how you sell yourself. And, like, I don't know. If you're not good at socializing, what you tend to not have a lot of friends you tend to you know have less connections whatever mm. um so it's you want to boil it down yeah life is basically marketing going back to what you said a while ago in and within this about like the um, the after review mm. when i was in high school like grade 11 grade 12 most more grade 12 into first year i looked at myself and i was like why do other people in my life get all the things that i want why why does that guy get that girl yeah why does that dude get that job why am i not getting the things that i want Mm. and you can you as soon as you have that thought you have two avenues you can woe is me and be like the problem is everything else yeah let me feel sorry for myself yeah Mm. or you can go well what are they doing that are getting them Mm -hmm. the things that i want and how can I do them in my own way so that it's still genuine? Yeah. But is but I was also bettering myself. That's when I cut my hair a little differently. I started um, I started dressing better. Mm. I started um, I started getting tattoos. Like yeah. I did a lot of physical work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like now the mental side has to come. Yeah, because yeah. I think I've gotten to a point where I'm pretty confident in myself when it comes to my appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest thing is just being skinny, but I 
I've been in the gym and it's been going pretty well. Mm -hmm. I need to get better with eating, but I digress. But uh, more so than that, I'm I'm definitely more getting on the I need to be I need to improve myself as a character, and I've been doing better, I think. And yeah. I think a lot of that is just accepting that until I get to where I'm at, those things aren't going to happen, and that's yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, don't like I don't know that you should have like a sense of urgency with it too every day. You shouldn't be like. No, ah, I'll get around to it. Like no, you know, but it, it, there shouldn't be a sense of urgency in the way. Sorry, there should be a sense of urgency in the way of I need to do it today, but there shouldn't be in a sense of urgency in the way of it needs to be done by tomorrow. Yeah, like don't ponder and like because then you'll just start to feel sorry for yourself. I'm exactly, like, oh, I didn't achieve it. But like, also to you know, don't just don't fuck around. Pretty much, yeah. it's it's. You need it. It's my favorite quote from Bojack Horseman, which is, I don't know if you have you watched Bojack. Like one episode, one or two episodes. I know people always rave about it. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes from it is, "It gets easier. The hard part is doing it every day, mm-hmm. or you just need to do it every day. That's the hard part." Yeah. Um, and it's true. If you like the the one thing, and it's such a stupid thing that I use to remind myself of what you can accomplish over a year is my left arm because if you just look at me like straight on wearing a t-shirt, you won't really notice. Yeah. But when I go to the gym and I work out my left arm, which is my non-dominant arm is substantially bigger than my right arm. Okay. And that's because as a server, I hold a tray with my left arm. I hold plates with my left arm. My left arm is my holding arm and my right arm is my distribution arm. Mm. From working in the service industry for about two years, I have created a heavy muscle imbalance in mm-hmm. my left bicep and tricep okay. from just being in a static hold position, yeah. just doing that every day. And anytime where I feel like I'm not seeing progress, be it with my body in the way of like my pain situation or in the way of progress in the gym or anything really. Anything really. Yeah. I think about my left arm and I remember about how much can get done in a year if mm-hmm. you really think about it. Yeah. There's a great movie called Groundhog Day. I think I might have seen it. Is uh Bill Bill Murray. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, and for a reminder for you, Bill Murray goes to this town as a reporter and is forced to live out the same day for what seems like eternity. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter how many times he goes to sleep. It doesn't matter if he kills himself, which he does multiple times in the movie. Mm-hmm. And in a video game, pretty much. Basically, yeah. yeah. Every time lights are out, he goes back to square one. Yeah. And over the course of the movie, he learns to realize how much you can do with one day. Mm-hmm. And how much you can do if with one day if you spend every day just trying to be a little bit better mm-hmm. by the end of the movie he's like a piano savant he yeah. gets the girl of his dreams he does this he does that and once he like learns his lesson he gets he gets out of the semi mm-hmm. um but it, it it's a great movie to it's a reminder that things take time yep shut up watch <laughs> uh things take oh, time did yours also randomly go off or did you set it it, it goes off at noon yeah, mine does the same thing. I don't know how to shut it off. Near do I. That's, I think you have the same watch. I think so, yeah. yeah. Like Casio, come on. Crazy. Figure it out. Um, but yeah, and it's 
it's it's a hard like we as a society and especially like the things we grew up with like fucking porn and tiktok and phones the internet everything the amount of instant gratification that we get on a daily basis whether we try to limit it or not is Mm -hmm. through the fucking roof Mm -hmm. and it makes the idea of what you can do in a day or a year seem that much more untrue slash impossible because your brain doesn't recognize it as a reward so you don't so it it never creates a pathway where you're like oh i'll get there yeah yeah it's um i don't know i like to think like when i run races and whatnot like i'd always like I guess, or I compare it when I was, like, fat. When I was, like, fat, I'd be like, oh, I could never, like, run run 10 kilometers. Like, I'm going to literally pass out. But yeah. then, then you do these things, and you're like... Well, the, the, sorry, the... Batman. Someone's dying. There he goes. Um, yeah, like... Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, the, like, it's pretty much you put your own limitations on yourself mm-hmm. and then once you start to realize that like you know things may be hard but if you at least try you never know you may be able to do them and mm-hmm. like that was a big thing too becoming like stoic like you had I had to like at least tell myself that it was possible or else I would have never like even tried to well I, I that's like, well, I, mean, I was gonna say this earlier like that is one of my biggest mantras in life period yeah is if you believe that something will not happen oh it won't happen it won't happen 100 percent. period full stop done yeah and with that if you truly believe that something will happen it will yeah and i don't be as quick as you probably want yeah and it's gonna feel long long and you you may not even realize that that it's a thing Mm -hmm. but I, again, I don't believe in manifestation or prayer or everything. Who's someone? I think the whole like apartment complex is. I think I think the gardener is uh, about to blow up. Um, but um, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Um, if you, yeah, if you stick to if if you be- truly believe in that something will happen. Oh, that's what it was. I don't believe in <laughs> manifestation as like a magical juju. I don't believe in prayer no. as can be a, helpful. A divine, a divine thing that just be like, I want this. I'm going to ask God for it. It'll happen. I think all yeah. those practices are rewriting your subconscious mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. do things in your daily life yeah. that lead to those things. Yes. When I write my daily affirmations of things that I want to get done, it's not like I'm. I put. I put the energy into the world and now when I go to the it'll gym, magically it, happen. It just yeah. magically happens. Yeah. It's it's that I'm setting an intention for my day so my brain wants to make it true. Yeah, you're laying like little bricks for your, your wall by the end of the day. Exactly. Kind of like how it is, yeah. Um and that and that goes for for women. If you see a girl and you're like, I will never get her she like she she will never love me um you're right yeah you are you're, right. you're 100 correct yeah fully 100 mm-hmm. if you look at a girl and say i could bag and you truly believe that mm-hmm. might not happen you might not happen yeah but it, there is a way higher possibility of it happening than you already deciding that it wasn't going to happen yeah you gave yourself a true negative a true zero of true done mm-hmm 
The other guy said, believes that it can't happen. Yeah. Some does mean that it will, mm-hmm. but you have a way better chance than the other guy. Yeah. It's like that. You can apply that to anything. Like I think like job interviews too. Like you, you put a lot of pressure on yourself in like these like infrequent scenarios. And then you like, for why? Like, cause you don't think you should get it mm-hmm. and whatnot, but it's like, you just think it's it's a normal part of your day at the end of the you know like it's just a thing happening in your day at that time. It's you not walk, really if you like, walk into a job interview like there's no way I get this job. Oh yeah, you're gonna act like sub like you're gonna be in your head. Yeah, you're gonna be like you know even and that's quiet, I, shy. Like I don't know. I try to force myself with this podcast to escape that because there's so many things in my brain that says to me it's not gonna be successful. It won't be. Mm-hmm. It, it, why are you doing it? Like there's no point. Yeah. Like give up already. And then. I fight it and I'm like, no, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, uh, I think it can be, I think it could be good. I think mm-hmm. I could be good at this. Yeah. So I'm going to do you it. You haven't tried yet. Yeah. I haven't tried yet. So I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. So I, I keep trying and I keep going mm-hmm. and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, and I do believe that it can be successful. And I think that with proper marketing and proper commitment to making it better and whatever, the opportunity is there, but if I if I told myself from day one when I had the thought to do it, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Never bought any of the equipment to do it. Never went about it. Then I was right because I didn't try it. Yeah, Vince likes to say this, but it's like nothing changes if nothing changes. It's kind of like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's my uh, background for anyone who doesn't uh, doesn't uh, watch this as a video. Yeah. What's that's- your your like cutoff? For the podcast, so it's like here if it doesn't, you know, oh, see, if I don't see any, X yeah, amount of time. if I don't see it by like six months, it's like worth it. Like what? Yeah, what's your? Or have you not thought about it? I I I, I bounce back and forth with it. Um, I think, I think what I'm basically going to do is because I think regardless of regardless of the success until this date. Um, and what's going? Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And what's going on in my life? I'm gonna end up going back to school in September to do some psychology stuff. Um, and I think that doing that kind of stuff, considering the kind of podcast that I have and the way and how I want to present it and the way that I want people to feel on it, all the rest of it, I feel like having the knowledge that school would give me in those fields would only make it better. Yeah. So. The honest, I think the true end date is when I run out of people to talk to. Will you to. ever run out of people? Though? So here's the thing. Rogan's yes and no. still talking to like 3,000 people later. You're Obviously, right. it's more famous, but. That's the thing. If If by the time that I run out of people in my life current or currently such at the time yeah. that are willing to talk to me. I haven't amassed enough of an audience or enough influence to start getting more people of more influence yeah, kind of thing, then I'll have to consider being like, well, am I just going to keep talking to the same X amount of people? Which like, listen, like in theory, I could, yeah, I can have people on multiple times and we can, and we can talk about multiple things, um, which I would probably do either way. But like if, if I go through 50 people, like a year's worth of people doing one a week and I haven't amassed enough of an audience to get 
like random shoddy with 20k on TikTok who lives in Toronto to come on. Yeah. Then. Yeah, but it's not. That's not who you'd want on the podcast, though. I thought you wanted to be like, or do you just want it to be like a general podcast, or do you want to then kind of guide it towards something that you're gonna help for your career? Which I think you should, but that's just my two cents. Yeah, I, I, like I think you should be. They should showcase your, you know, your skills, your ability to to speak, basically. Yeah, and then that's gonna be like, oh, like, am I pondering using Phil's services as a counselor, whatever you end up doing? Yeah, this may help me because they have like some social proof. Yeah, I mean, let's like and not yes. have like dumb conversations. Have like actual like. You know, yeah. interpersonal conversations, right? Like, or intellectual, I should say. 100%. Like, yes. And it's not that I, when I say shoddy that has 20K on TikTok, I don't want to just find some random biddy with no personality that has 20K on TikTok. But you more, mean like a famous person? Or like, I'm just saying like people, some people with influence or people that okay. I don't directly know because I, it'd be really hard to find a girl with like, or a person with like, 300 followers on tiktok that i don't know mm. and try to convince them to be like hey i have a podcast okay. you yeah, seem yeah. random so i'm just saying someone who is gonna help you has enough well it, it's more of like the someone who has enough influence or popularity that i can see their profile gather enough about their personality mm-hmm. that i think they would be a cool person to talk to and then reach out to them with enough of my own following that they would actually reply to me yeah, but then aren't you kind of taking it from like a limited approach? Because let's say you do become a counselor or psychotherapist, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't really get to handpick the people you, you you're know, right. It's your job. You just you kind of have to learn to speak to them, right? Oh, so listen, I can it, speak to anyone about anything. Yeah. But it's I'm just saying like in the logistics of getting people to do this. I mean, so like people who are seeking out counselor help are seeking counselor help yeah random people on tiktok aren't necessarily trying to get into a podcast yeah, that's right true. so it's it's difficult to just know who would be willing and with that said i could just spam message yeah like every single person that i see on tiktok and be like hey would you like to do this hey would you like to do this hey would you like to do this hey just spend an hour every day just spamming people being like yeah. would you like to do this i think you should and it would hit eventually yeah. Um, but and that, see, and that's a great example of like a limitation that I put on myself as an out that really has, has a solution to it. So as for right now, there is no, there is no finite date. That is the end where I'm like, okay, we're done. Yeah. Um, but there are definitely limitations and things that would definitely make me reconsider doing it mm-hmm. slash deter me, unmotivate me, whatever. And I don't know when it'll be too much for my to to perse- continue to persevere through. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what would have to happen specifically for me to throw in the towel. But I'll be very honest with you and myself i feel like the most likely situation that that occurs is i just get lazy and there wasn't actually a problem 
Yeah, so why don't you like set a goal for yourself right now? Like this is January, so why don't you set a goal like by December, whether it, you know, nobody watches a single episode, you get it for your like personal gratification that you, I know it's like a realistic number of podcasts you could produce by December. At least I think two a month. I, I listen. I'm aiming for four a month. So let's I'll, be. I'll, I'm, let's I'll, say three. Let's say three a month. Okay. So I'm not going to include January. So you'll have. So we'll say thirty by the end of the sure, year. Sure. Thirty to forty. Okay. Yeah. So why don't you like write it down on your? I don't know. Yeah. By December, it, I want to done somewhere. 30 to 40 it, put it like frame it on the wall so you see it every day, and so at least like subconsciously you're like, oh, I gotta do. You're thirty percent more likely to do something if you write it down. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... And it's at a, least you, you'll you feel better at the end of the year because it's like, okay, I didn't... May have, you know, not got the viewers I wanted, but like... I did I it. I did it. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is a W for yeah. me. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like, if you look at guys like Mr. Beast, for example... Yeah. He was on... He was making oh, yeah, consistent was YouTube videos... Oh, yeah. ...for like eight to ten years before he hit yeah. a million subscribers. Nobody believed in him but him. Yeah. yeah. Um... Matt Reif, the comedian. Comedian. Yeah. Say what you will about him, his opinions on things, but um, he he was doing comedy like for pennies mm-hmm. for again like ten years mm-hmm. before he started being able to make a living off of it and get, yeah. got famous and popular for it. Like people are like, oh, like he's lucky, he's good looking, whatever, whatever. Yeah, sure. Like that that plays a factor. Yeah. But you can't say Buddy didn't put in the work. No, I think Rogan's been doing it for like at least 15, 20 years. Like, well, I mean, Rogan was same route. He Rogan was, a comedian, was yeah, he was a comedian. Then, then Fear Factor. Oh yeah, Fear Factor, yeah, definitely helped. But I'm saying like you know he still stuck to it for like quite a bit of time. Oh you yeah, just have to like basically stick to it for. And he's still going. Yeah, yeah. A lot of comedians though like that that's like a reoccurring theme like they're they're basically nobody and then if they get popular they yeah but they basically go through it for a number of years yeah but and if they make it they end up going through they either have their snl phase or yeah. their rom-com phase or both yeah or both like yeah. you have like jimmy fallon who yeah. comedian snl rom-coms talk show host mm-hmm. joe rogan comedian tv show host yeah podcast host and like um what's his nuts the guy in um he he did a movie with jessica alba good luck chuck i forget what the actor's name is isn't matthew is that matthew mcconaughey no no he's not a comedian um i I forget what what his name is but uh yeah he was comedian was handsome gone to a rom-com phase was a writer on a few things and now he's yeah you end up doing it all Yeah. yeah I'm trying to skip the comedian phase and just go straight to the host phase. <laughs> you don't want to be a comedian? I, I think I'm a funny guy, but I don't think I'm a comedian funny. Like, I'm not like a, hey, so, you know, I was walking down the street and yeah. I saw this guy. Oh, Dan Cook. Dan Cook, yeah. yeah. And then he, like, produces a bunch of stuff and whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, I feel like naturally you'll end up dabbling in other stuff, though, if the podcast takes off. Oh, I mean, like, if if I start seeing viewership, I'm going to – I would hire – I would hire like a social media manager. Yeah. And I would be like, make me an influencer. Like let's mm. let's just do all the things. Get me the Instagram brand deals. Get yeah. my follower account. Tell me what I gotta do. Put me on interviews. Get me on other podcasts. Like 
let's let's do this yeah but i think you you'd still have to do you want to brand yourself revolving around your like career line of work or do you want it to be separated like, what do you, do you want exactly? to be known as like the like therapist guy therapist yeah. podcast guy or you just want to be like the dude who has a podcast no no i want to be i want to be known as like I want to be known as the, the branding so important because then that's how people remember you. Yeah, I want to be I, re, I want to be remembered as or looked at as the the emotionally the emotionally intelligent self betterment therapist podcast guy. OK, yeah. um, I want to again. Yeah, like I, 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 that's what I would probably want to be known as primarily and then turn into an influencer and then do like the like like why are these things important to you it's like well if i really care about show like helping people and showing people that they they can have anything they want in their life if they realize that life comes from you not at you mm. which is a great timothy chalamet quote um i, w- I would want to be like uh, mental health is something that's very important to me and doing better and wanting the best in life and human interactions and social constructs and relationships and all the rest of it. I like, those are all things that I just really enjoy speaking on. And I would love, I would love to be known as the social psychology podcast guy, more or less. Yeah. And it's like a good thing to like pick. So it's like your niche almost. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I would say like, that's like, like from a lot of podcasts that I've seen, you have people with, you have like very right wing views, very left wing views. Um, and I feel like a lot of the people who have similar, want to talk about similar things that I talk about or I want to be talking about mm-hmm. are predominantly women. Um, I think that's just your like go to based on like where you're living now. I feel like that has a lot of influence because there's like we were talking about before, it's just predominantly like group of women to be friends with no right? no sorry not in my life i'm saying like in other like social media like, like oh uh things that yeah do. so i'm saying like there's people like call her daddy as like a big relationships you have like yeah um, a lot of a lot of the like i don't know men-centric podcasts don't really go into those topics i guess yeah it's yeah. more the most of them like the men targeted podcasts are more on the of like the do better like self-improvement self-improvement but like yeah. from more of like a like a more of like an aggressive like this is how you make money this is how you be your best self yeah where like i'm trying to like i i i respect that you're side trying to walk it, the line a little but bit? i want to walk the line a little bit okay. i want to i want to be like hey man like yeah we we can do better mm-hmm. but like i i understand let's let's talk about it let's let's see if we can reconstruct and i always i always want to be able when one of the reasons that it's called the devil's therapist because I always want to be able to, regardless of who I'm talking to, always play the opposite view and then bring it back on them, not from a sake, from a, a want to argue, but from a want of wanting to see if they have the answers to questions when presented. Mm. Where it's like, I, I believe that we should be better. Why? Well, because it's, cause it's, it's uh, you. You, you live longer, you're yeah, healthier, yeah, you're going to be things. happier. It's I like, like okay, then, thank, you for, thank you for the answer. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, that's a very base way to look at it. But yeah, so I, I, I'd say I'd say that's that's the goal. And 
if I if I, like it's if I if I do end up in counseling and psychology and all the rest of it and that's where my career goes and that's how my, that's where my career goes whatever why are you saying that because you don't know if you'll finish it or no just more so I if if this does take off and the social media does take, then I won't I won't go into that or at least I'll I'll stop to go to see how deep this well goes okay and then if if it be, I mean, if I if I if I make more money than I know what to do with, then I probably don't have to go back into counseling. Yeah, but what do you really want to do though? Like, what's your like? Is it the podcast or is it like counseling? Like, what's the? I would rather. What's the real? Like, I would rather do this than be a counselor, only okay. for the fact that I feel like people who I'm counseling is would be more like I I have issues that need to be talked about. Please help me. Yeah. Which I want to be able to people. I want to be able to help people and talk to people about yeah. things, but I also want it to be a little bit more lighthearted and not always be so centric on specifically like, let me help you through your mental health issues. I want that to be a part of it hundred yeah. percent because I enjoy talking about those things and giving different perspectives, but I feel like you don't want to take on the responsibility. Not even that. It just, I, I don't think that, like, like, put it this way, I feel like, I don't think it's entertaining and I don't think it's as fun to be a counselor. Like for your personal enjoyment. Exactly. And like what I, because okay. I, I don't, I don't always want to be talking about yeah, mental it's health like, struggles. Okay. Like what I talked to you, like what me and you talked about today had to do with things that are good for you, struggles, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like I am depressed help me brother yeah i think that's you can i guess you can kind of cherry pick like who you take on as clients like but there's yeah there's no getting around it you'll have to deal with that yeah and i and they don't get me wrong like i i don't say i enjoy that stuff because it sounds a little bit funky but like that that is like i'm passionate about that stuff and i and it would be so fulfilling to help these people through very tough times Mm -hmm. but the people that i'm having on that i would want to have on aren't necessarily that's not the only thing that I want to talk about. I feel like that when, if I do that, it's going to be very, very psychology and um, mental health and struggle centric. Whereas there's a lot of social things and social psychology things that I would want to talk about to people that I wouldn't get the opportunity to with that. Yeah. Um, and also, like, you know, if I'm being so for real, it'd be pretty cool to be famous. I was just going to ask. I was like, do you want to be famous? That's yeah. kind of like where I, I, I pick up. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's another fact of the matter. Because I, I... Does that just stem back to your, like, wanting to get attention what you are talking about before when you're... Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Love, love me some attention. Hmm. Um, do you feel like that'll ever go away? Or did that's, like, a part of you? I, I think... Like, that's something to I work think on, a, or I that's think, you... To an extent, and it, it, the levels vary between people, but I think within reason, literally everything that humans do all the time mm-hmm. is to an extent for attention. Yeah. Or validation for that matter. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Stemming from sex. Uh, like from a primal mating perspective, yeah, it's yeah. all really from that, yeah. Where it's like, uh, I am a man who uh, I want attention to show off the things that I'm capable of and what yeah. I've done. Um, look at me and decide my worth as a, as a mate. 
women don't get attention. They're like, well, I'm not getting attention from this guy, so I'm going to go get it from this guy to feel validated. And Yeah, everyone wants to feel wanted. Exactly. Yeah. And the more people that want you, the nicer it feels. Probably, it's, probably a, it's probably a slippery slope and an addicting feeling with that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and check your ego. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, my ego, my ego has uh, tend to be a problem many a time in my life that I, mm-hmm. I need to – regularly need to check um switching gears for the last thing that i want to want to bug you about um something that, this is something that you wanted to talk about um do you have any plans of dipping out of the province or the country or whatever uh to do anything and if so how do you think you would navigate losing slash keeping your life here in your life if you wanted to yeah i feel like i can go on and on about it but like the short form is like i'm not set on a specific place but it just seems harder and harder to form a life here the longer like Mm. you know like just in terms of like housing affordability and like everything it's just it just seems like i've been priced out of my childhood like basically country or like area however you want to phrase it and it's like oh like where should i look to now i don't know like like in terms of my goals of like what i want to you know what i'd want for like my kids and you know to own my own house and this and that like it doesn't seem like it'd be yeah it doesn't seem plausible and i don't want to live like 14 hours away in sudbury or like some some far place and like you know like yeah just to kind of stay close to the gta but you know it's not the same because like winter 10 months of the year there so i don't know like it's europe kind of looks like yeah. the most promising i don't know where in europe but it seems like it'd be the most promising and also too like i'm just a big weather guy and i want it to be like primarily hot where i'm living so europe's yeah. europe's interesting um yeah. depending on what you're doing i get it um have you seen the housing prices in like North Carolina? No. Why is it like, is it like so Texas? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Like $300,000 USD yeah. can get you like a four a bed, four bath, yeah. like half It's tempting, acre. but then you live in North Carolina and yeah. don't break your leg because you're going to debt. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, that's the whole thing with the states. Depends everything how well is, off Everything you are. is cheaper. Yeah. But there's a price. But life is more expensive. Yeah. So... There's give and take. With would you ever consider like, I mean, yeah, if you're a big weather guy, then I get why not. Like a, a different province, like Calgary or something. Yeah, I've also considered it too because it seems like appealing with the prices. But then like now, I think everyone's deciding to go that route, so I feel like the prices are slowly increasing too there. I feel like it'll just end up being a Toronto in 20 years because everyone will be like, let's just go there. Yes, but like, I feel like by the t- like if you if you were to go like soon. Yeah. Then you could beat that, and then yeah, you if could I could sell beat it, there, yeah, yeah, exactly. Come back if you yeah. want to. I think my biggest life regret is not um, saving my birthday money in grade three and buying a house. Like that's probably what I'd say. Yeah, the three hundred dollars really could have. Yeah, like I could have got so much back then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's. I mean, my sister. My sister got into the market actually. Mm-hmm. Good for her. But how old is she? Uh, she's three years older than me. So okay. two years older than me. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, like 
but here's the thing and I, I don't like I don't know too much about like what you spend your money on or how much money you make but she makes decent money nothing crazy she makes she makes good money mm-hmm. but like nothing like excuse me mm. and her husband the same um so the dual income also helps from that perspective yeah for sure but they don't do fucking anything like going out and whatnot they don't go out well can they afford to yeah they just okay. like, I'm, well, I'm saying for a long time my sister was working full-time getting her paychecks doing her things mm-hmm. and she just never spent money she would spend like 40 dollars on like overalls and be freaking out about it for a week so they had a yeah. lot of money saved up by the time they bought mm-hmm. but they were able to do it and now they're in the market and they should be able to stay in the market for however so you can do it but also like I'm not going to get into it too deeply, but if if you knew how much they paid for what they got, you'd be like, huh? And also too, it just seems like to you or an outside perspective, they're not like living life to the fullest mm. and maybe they can't because like they, they can't go and spend, you know, when they want to. So it's also that too, like, you know. I mean, they're, they're fine to spend money if they wanted to, but yeah. that's also because... But aren't they a prisoner to their own mind if Ex- they feel bad about it? Exactly. Yeah. It's one of those things where like, they have the money to do it if they wanted to. Yeah. Just most of the time they just don't want to do it, mm-hmm. which results in them having a surplus of money to not do things with. Yeah. But it makes them feel good, I guess. Yeah. And like they're happy and they're yeah. doing their thing. So it's whatever. Um, fuck. Yeah. Like I... Other than potentially moving to BC, yeah, I don't see myself. Why BC? Because you like high rent. I just I like BC. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah, it is very like scenic. the weather for Canada speaking is nice too. Yeah, it rains a lot. It just rains, yeah. But um, it never gets as cold and it never mm-hmm. gets as hot, which I enjoy. Um. And I just like, like, I like from what I've seen about, like, the um, the coast, the social cost, like, con- I don't want to say contract, social culture there, coastline, nature. There's a lot of things about BC that I enjoy. And I think it's technically slightly cheaper than Toronto, depending okay. on where, you're, depending on where you're going with that said. Yeah. Um, but I don't really ever see myself, again, it depends on the trajectory of my life living outside of the like like settling down outside of the gta okay um but i mean like who knows what's going to be a bumping area in 10 years from now right yeah. like when i when i'm ready to do that or however long it takes me to get to that point um i guess with the podcast you can live anywhere right so yeah again if if this takes off then you never know right mm-hmm. maybe i'll end up living in la for all i fucking know mm-hmm. um but I wouldn't, I'd, I, listen, I, I, I love my friends with my whole heart and my soul and I never want to not have them in my life. But I think like if I was in, a, if I was married for say, and the only thing, the only reason to stay here was my friends and my family, mm-hmm. I'd probably leave. I come back regularly to like visit family and yeah. see people and all the rest of it. But if, if me and my wife look at our life, because at the end of the day, that's that's the person you're going to be living your life with. Yeah. And you say it makes sense for us to go here. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. Right. So 
it, it, it's hard, especially like it's so demoralizing being in our age demographic. Jesus, what happens when we go for eleven? Being in our age demographic and knowing how hard it is going to be for us to get into the market. Oh yeah, it gets but harder every year. Yeah. In theory, it, the market's got to crash eventually. I don't think so. Most people don't. Yeah. But in theory, it has. In to. theory, yeah, on paper it should, but in reality, it probably won't. Yeah. Not anytime soon, anyway. Not anytime soon, at least. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hilariously enough, with all the immigrants coming in, you know, I think it's like 400,000 people left Canada this year. Yeah, but I, like, I think they know that they're just trying to replace as much as like people are leaving. So it's like, what's, you know? Well, but the, most of the people that are leaving are also immigrants because they're coming here, yeah, coming, I think... to, coming to get jobs and get a better lives and whatever. And like, yeah, we got healthcare. Yeah, it's like whatever, whatever. But they're realizing that it's cold here. And everything is bloody expensive to the mm-hmm. point that they're like, it doesn't make sense for us to be here. So yeah, there's like this, back. like, I don't know where it's being marketed as, but it's like this, like the Canadian dream. Like, it's like, where it at? Literally. Like, it's, yeah. it, 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 it's trying to be. Everyone's like, basically in the same position. If you think about it, like, you know, we're all just like struggling. Yeah. It's not really anything. You know? We're trying to be like the states in like the early 1900s. Yeah, and yeah. It's just not, it's not the same. No, it's not the same at all. The only way that we can make it the same is, and I was talking to my dad about this, is, is if we like ship them off or like any immigrants that come in would have to live in the most unpopulated parts of Canada for the first decade that they're in the country. It's like, it's like a part of their visa. So we establish more of our country. There's no infrastructure outside the like populated areas. Yeah. So no one wants to move there to begin with. Like if exactly. they were to like if they were to put money into like I don't know, any far place, like yeah, I'd consider moving there because it's like I'm not, you know, have one grocery store and like yeah. one gas station and you know ten like, mile radius. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it'd be more enticing to everyone. Like if they if they spend some real time like in Alberta or Edmonton. Or I mean, I mean, Alberta's decent. Right? Edmonton's okay, but he, uh, even a lot of those provinces, there's so much land in those provinces that is mm-hmm. absolutely nothing. If they've built up the prairies to the same extent that they built up southern Ontario. Yeah, or even if they built up northern Ontario oh, yeah. to the same I'd consider degree, it, yeah. Then, yeah, but the thing is, people come here in our population, want everyone well, wants the jobs to be are in, in southern Ontario. Yeah, it's where the job market is. So until the government starts beefing up the rest of the country, the, the problem is never going to get solved. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Well, if you like Canadian... Um, housing crisis conversations yeah you, well, did this, you want you took the right podcast a, re, a real estate podcast yeah <laughs> we just become mongers that's yeah. hilarious well mike where am i at actually I before think, i say we're that. due yeah, oh, yeah we are due perfect thanks for coming on the i think i think it was a great we had a good chat today mm-hmm. appreciate you stopping by hope you enjoyed your toronto tap water yes i already feel my stomach good so nice fair enough <laughs> um to everyone out there um Mike is going to be staying mostly anonymous, so don't don't go fuck with him. Um, as well, if you have any questions about anything Mike and I talked about that you want me to touch on later, or any questions in general, or anything you want me to talk about in future episodes, let me know. You can email me, you can comment, you can do all that fun stuff. Um, do you think you're going to buy a house in the town that you grew up in, or do you think you're going to have to get shipped off somewhere else? Do you think, uh, what do you believe that you can achieve what do you believe that you can achieve? 
blanket statement. And go run 10 miles right now. Go run 10 miles yeah. right now. Thanks, Mike. It's been a pleasure. Appreciate you. Have a wonderful day, everybody. This has been Philip with the Devil's Therapist Podcast. And as always, peace and love.